BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. LB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn and I will be your co- I will be your host for the next uh, 60 minutes. And my co-host, hopefully we'll be able to get this done this week. We're still having um, uh, problems, which I actually believe are blog talk radio problems and not problems on our end. So we're still having a few difficulties um, with getting our co-hosts together. But hopefully we have come come to some point where we can circumvent that and make it happen. So hopefully my co-host will be joining us um, live from London in the UK, but we'll see how that all goes. So my name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm a choice expert. I am also, uh, I also talk about the laws, and that's plural, the laws of attraction um, and in action. And I'm also an intrinsic coach, among other things. But that's my claim to fame at the moment. It really, it really actually changes. It changes um, quite frequently. 
no, that's not true. I'm lying. No, it doesn't. Um, nah, I'm only lying. But no, again, my name's uh, Dr. Wendy Dearborn. So welcome to the show. My life, my choice. For those of you who don't know what the show's about, it's all about you. It's all about me. It's all about us creating and making and crafting the lives that we want to live through the power of our conscious choice. Now, each and every one of us have the ability to choose for self in the best interest of self. Most people don't do that, but we actually do have the ability to do that. Uh, People who you tend to look at and you may revere and or revile, depending on which way uh, things go for you, for actually achieving and doing what they want to do, it's because they are choosing in the best interest of self, not about anybody else, although there is a universal law of, if you would, um, there's a universal law that literally deals with groups, groups, people, groups, brotherhood, that sort of thing, sisterhood. Um, But people who tend to get what they want in life, it's because they are choosing in the best interest of self. And while I say this, and this isn't to sound or to, to, uh, to, to berate, you know, when people choose in the best interest of self, it might not leave other people with the warm and fuzzies. They truly might not get the warm and fuzzies. And that's okay. That's un- that is literally understandable. But they might, they might not always give you the warm and fuzzies. Uh, even when you're choosing for yourself, you might not feel warm and fuzzy. If you're on the, if you're on the other end, um, the receiving end, you might not feel warm and fuzzy. But at the end of the day, what you choose to do for you is about how your life is going to manifest. Where you find yourself at this moment in time, if you take a look at your life, what you're seeing in your macrosphere, what you're seeing in your world, and I'm talking about your world as it applies to you, where you are the common denominator, what you're seeing in, in the world is, um, is choices that you have made. So you are witnessing your life. You're witnessing your life as you have chosen it. Now, many people will say, based on what may have happened, what has happened, etc. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. I didn't choose this. I didn't want this to happen to me. I didn't choose this. Here's the deal. And guys, I keep saying this week in, week out, week in, week out. The deal is simply this. You get to choose what you are going to do. You do not choose. You don't get to choose, okay? Now, that doesn't condone anything. And, I mean, Olivia and myself are always saying this. It doesn't condone what has happened to you. And what I'm hoping it will do for you is to allow you to expand your thought process beyond the hurt, beyond the casting of aspersions, beyond the blaming and the blame game, and, and, and expect, expand your mind beyond that. You know, what, what, did you, what, what did you do? What did you do that placed you? Sorry, guys. Hold on. Um, let me just put this outside. Hold on. I should have done that before, guys. So what I was saying is simply this. What did you do, or what didn't you do, that placed you where you needed to go? I mean, and, and you, 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 you hear this time and time again, you know, like with a, a teens or something like that, you know, 
um, they got they got in the car and they shouldn't have done. And they knew they shouldn't have got in the car because, you know, the person who was driving was drinking and yada, yada, yada. And they, they knew it shouldn't have happened like that. And yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. But they got in the car. Now, whatever reason they have, whatever justification, whatever validation, whatever, whatever, the fact remains. They chose to get in the car. And hard as it is, when the car crashed and, you know, all all these people, children, they're babies. They're babies. What life have they seen, for real, at 16, 15, 16? They chose to get in the car. And as a result, there's been a crash because one of them was drinking. But you see, guys, what I'm talking about is choice. What I'm talking about here is choice. Sometimes the choices that we make in life, they are so hard because sometimes the choices that we make in life, they will kill and destroy people, places, and things, or they will kill and destroy self. So, guys, your choices are some powerful things, powerful things. Well, I got off on that kick, and that's not really where I was going today, although for those of you who um, don't know about me, don't know about us, don't know about the show, this is what it's about. It's about you owning your life through the power of your conscious choice. It's about you recognizing and utilizing the first universal law, because it's not laws, it's a law. Using the first universal law, which is choice. Nothing happens in your life, save you choose it. You know, another thing, and I've said this countless times on this show as well, is simply this. If you aren't living your life in a manner in which you are consciously choosing with full awareness for self, if you live your life and you say stuff like, that's okay, um, God, the universal spirit can, can, can use me. However, the universal spirit sees fit. For people who are actually making conscious choices, choices filled with awareness, choices filled with intent and purpose. People who are making these choices are the choices, are the people who will get what they want and you will be used, you will be used to assist and support them in getting it. So don't get that twisted. Don't get that twisted. I mean, I'm saying this here and one of the the things um, I, I would say is that People, they think about, uh, no, the song, why am, I, why am I Always the Bridesmaid, Never the Blushing Bride? Well, there's something evidently, and that's from uh, Cinderella, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's because perhaps you're not doing things that the bride and brides, if you've been bridesmaids too, the brides are doing. And that because you're not doing what you need to do, you will always remain the bridesmaid. And that sounds cold, it sounds callous, it sounds hard, but it's very, very true. Okay, guys, um, that's me. I've just stepped off of my soapbox, so moving, moving right along. Do you find expressing yourself and getting your needs met hard? And this, this is a question that, um, you know, guys, it, it's important to, to ask yourself. 
And it really is important to ask yourself, do you find getting your needs met hard? Do you? So we'll be right back. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. You are live with us today or live with me today on It's My Life, My Choice. And we're going to get ready to talk about do you find expressing yourself to get your needs met hard? Man to man is so unjust. Children, yeah, don't know who to trust. Your worst enemy could be your best friend. And your best friend, your worst enemy. Some will eat and drink with you. Okay, guys. I, okay, okay, guys. Dr. Wendy Dearborn here. Welcome back. Today we are talking about: Do you find expressing yourself to get your needs met hard? Now, in the synopsis, what I had written down was simply this: Many people find expressing themselves a, chan- a challenge. They don't want to hurt anyone, and they don't want to be hurt themselves. Usually. And this is usually what needs to be said is caught up in a highly charged um, emotion and deep-seated feeling, which can prove truthfully to be unhelpful. And I'll, I'll backtrack on that and, and, and tell you what I mean by that in just a second. But it, it can prove to be very, very unhelpful. We have a tendency, and this is what people do, they have a tendency to wait until a gasket is ready to blow, and then they purge venting and expressing in a way that is what they didn't want to happen anyway. Hurtful, unhelpful, disrespectful. You know, the, the whole nine yards. And guys, as I say to you, and I say this on a, on, a, on a regular basis, as I say to you, look, you know, you do this. Once those words have gone out there, you cannot retract those words. And sorry doesn't always make it right. You cannot, those vibrational words that have gone out and they have to go forth in the manner in which they are sent. You cannot slow it down. They have to go forth in the manner of which they have been sent and then they have to come back. This is life. This is life. And so people vent and they express themselves in a way that is hurtful and hurtful to you and hurtful to the other people or persons or what have you that you were addressing. Now, expressing yourself really doesn't require that you have to be um, angry, building anger to give yourself Dutch courage. You don't have to do that to express yourself. What it is, what it is, is that it it requires it requires you to be. Um, 
what it is is it requires you to be to be clear. That's what it does. It requires you to be clear. And you need to be clear. You need to be clear so that you can do what it is that you need to do. And that's get your needs met. Get get your needs met. That's what you need to do. You need to be able to express yourself with clarity. Okay, let's see if our co-host is with us. Are you with us, Liv? Hello. Hello. Hola. Um, I'm not sure she's with us. Okay, all right. So we're get, we're going to keep trying, guys. So so bear with me. Technology is a wonderful thing when it's working, um, or when you can get it to work right. It is an absolute marvel. But of course, when it doesn't work, when it goes wrong, it really goes wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> but anyway, as I was saying, one of the things that you need to do, one of the things that you need to do, is make sure that you are clear. Make sure that you are clear, absolutely and utterly clear. Um, you got to make sure you're clear. So, right, we'll see. We'll see if this does its thing. And so, I'm sounding distracted, but that's why. So, expressing yourself again doesn't require that you are angry. It does not require that you're angry. It does require that you're clear about what you want to say and the outcome that you want to experience. Bearing in mind, as I've just said to you, that. Um, the outcome that you are going to experience isn't based on you being able to control other people. It's actually based on you being able to control you. Because at the other day, at the end of the day, you cannot control anybody else. The only person you can control is your is yourself. And of course, effective as as I have here, effective um, communication has to start with you. Liv, are you live with us? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm darling. <laughs> Long time. What are you doing? What are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? What a bloody debacle, my goodness gracious. Yes, oh. you, you can say that again. Debacle is the right word. What a debacle. Unbelievable. And I don't know. And I was actually offended by that lady's um, bleeding email casting aspersions on my system. <laughs> Bloody cheeky cow. Oh, that, that was, guys, just so you know, because we had problems last week. And so I reached out to, um, of course, the people here at, uh, what do you call it, Blog Talk Radio. And they sort of said that my co-host needed to make sure she had bandwidth. Um, and, of course, that she was updated with the latest um, browser, whether it be uh, Firefox and or Chrome, which everything's in order. And it, it usually is in order. And uh, it's them. You know, it's mm. bottom line, it's them. You know, it's them. And they need to get it sorted because it's not like this is free between me, you, and everybody who's listening. Oh, isn't this? Oh, right, okay. Oh, no, of course, because you do no, the three-way I, kind of thing. Yeah, no, no. Oh. And I've, I've always paid. I've always, I've always had premium oh, service. Oh, right, okay. Service. You know what I'm like. 
So, but anyway, guys, that that's neither here nor there. So, anyway, welcome, 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 Liv. It's a bit glitchy because you were kind of going in. It sounded a little aqua boogie-ish, but we can deal with that. So, anyway, darling, how are you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad, actually, not too bad. Um, I've been quite um, industrious, I think is the word. Um, so, yeah, I've actually had quite a good day today. Stuff I needed to, knew I needed to do but was putting off, I, I got it done today. And So, yeah. All in all, it's not been too bad. Not too, too bad. Okay, all right. So how are you you doing? Uh, Not too bad, darling. Not too bad. You know, all's going well in my world. Um, You know, I'm getting ready to, um, you know, do my thing here. And so I have quite a lot of work that I have to cram into a very small amount of time um, in between now and Friday. So I've got a lot of work that I've got to cram in so that I can, you know, do my uploads and they just tick over without me. Um, being there to physically do it, mm. so of course a lot of a lot of work to be done. But outside of that, you know everything's going well. Um, we celebrated our thirty second wedding anniversary on Sunday, um, so that is a long time. Uh, yeah, because I don't know who to feel sorry for, whether you or you or not. <laughs> yeah, you're too weird. What is that, right? <laughs> So, yeah, no, we celebrated our 32nd um, wow. wedding anniversary. I mean, it's gone so quickly. I mean, at the end of the day, Sabina will be 32 in October, right? Uh, so, I mean, it, it's gone so quickly. It's like, wow, you know, you blink and, and, and here, here here we are. You know, here we are. So, yeah, so outside of that, um, it's all good, darling. It's definitely um, all good. It's all good. So that being said, I, I had just been... Um, talking to our listening audience and, and really and truly uh, what today's show is really about is about being able to communicate so that you can express yourself, um, right. you know, succinctly and not really having to depend on being angry, which a lot of people, they, they build up, build up, build up. And as I said, they, they blow a gasket and then they purge and they vent and mm. they express in a way that's really hurtful because it, it's almost like, um, you know, a car or, or a horse or whatever, that is control. You know, mm. you get that, that, that bent out shape. And, of course, once you've purged, the person really hasn't heard the underlying thing of what's wrong. They've heard all the other stuff, and now they're upset and angry. And mm. then, of course, your, your needs don't get met. So, again, today's show really is about expressing yourself and tapping into the fact that you are the one who... You really are, it, it's you. If you don't express yourself, if you, if, if you don't express yourself, you can't expect your, your needs to be met. There have been so many people that I have met, Olivia, and they're like, oh, no, so-and-so should know. Mm-hmm. Well, how mm-hmm. the blasted hell should they know? No, no, they, they should know. And you, and you know that, that phrase that just turns me, turns me into um, uh, 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 some sort of maniac? You know, if you loved me. What? Mm. What do you say? <laughs> if you love me, I mean, what? What is that? You know, what? What is that? How? How? How is that? You getting your your needs met without um, some sort of Machiavellian, you know, sort of like manipulation in the background? No, the name of the game is to express yourself, as I just said, succinctly. And in order to do that, you need to know what it is that you want. You need to know categorically what it is that you want. 
Go ahead, love. One of the things about, like, when someone says, if anyone ever says, oh, if you love me, you'd do... I mean, I love you. (laughs) You'd do such and such. You know, when someone says that, what they're actually saying is, for me to love you, you need to do this. Exactly. That's what they're, that's what they're saying. That it's not about you loving you, you loving them. It's, it's, it's about them loving you. If you want me to continue loving you, you loving you want me to continue loving you, you need to do this. It's emotional blackmail. That's that's what it is. It's it's actually and nothing to do with love. They just know that you are in that emotional mind frame, emotional mindset. Yeah. So that um, they can actually, it's actually just pushing your button. That's all it is. That's that's all it is. The other thing I would say is um, you said about expressing yourself succinctly. Um, it, it 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 can be sort of like succinctly, yeah. Um, but there are many ways to be succinct. Exactly. You, you exactly. can you can stammer, you can stutter, you can you can like me. I forget my words. I forget what I'm going to say. But mm-hmm. the, the whole the whole point is to get it out. Um, how you want to get it out, so it, regardless of whether you know, regardless whether you've stuttered or stammered, you know, it's just to make sure that you say whatever it is that you want to say. You don't have to be word perfect. You don't have to be perfect at all. You actually just have to be you supporting you. That's all it exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it, it it's important. Uh, it, it's important. Well, as Olivia said, it's about you being you. And that, that guys, is, is actually very, very important. You being you is really important, okay? Part of, part of the process of communicating, as I've just said, is knowing what you want. Within that knowing are things like boundaries. Within that knowing is things like, ver- uh, what do you call it, um, venting and purging, and not to anybody else, but to yourself. Within that knowing is knowing what you don't want. Versus what you do want, and of course, what you do want. See, there, it, it, what, what it boils down to, it is all about you. And you see, as I said, what this is called, this is about effect, uh, effect, excuse me, effective communication with an E, not a, effective communication. And what that tells you is, or what that does for you, it allows you to listen to yourself. There is a universal law of listening. And it allows you to listen to yourself with the added, um, with the added thing of being able to listen to other people. You see, guys, most of us, most of us are hearing what we are saying, but most of us are not listening. And or if you want to flip it, most of us are listening, but we're not really hearing because what we do is we talk we talk over ourselves you know you have the reasoning analytical and um, uh, logical mind and then you have the intuitive mind and the intuitive mind really gives you some pertinent information about forward momentum about moving forward in your life the reasoning analytical and logical mind actually rehash a situation that you have had and let me just say this for the record, a rehashing of a situation can actually create something from which you can create from which you can use as a springboard. But more often than not, the reasoning, analytical and uh, logical minds 
They're not interested in, in, in actually creating something new. They usually come at you from a place of don't do it. Just or, don't or, do it. And also, why, why are you doing that? Why are you saying it like that? Why haven't you said this before? It's all the whys, which is actually, it, it, it just creates a conflict. And, and it creates it, yeah. confusion. So you actually, it, it stops you from being able to express yourself in the way that you want to express yourself. See, see, part of part of you, you know, in 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 our in our coaching um, uh, methodology and the coaching that both Olivia and myself use is, you know, the, the there are benefits to you. Never mind listening to anybody else, but that really is important. But it has to start with you, and and the benefits to listening to you are, you need to be genuine. So you need to be honest in your desire to hear what you're saying to you, because sometimes. The things that you have to say to you, really and truly, you know, it's not always nice. You know, we're always looking for, you know, the knight or the diver on the horse or whatever it is. We're always looking for, 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 you know, cupcakes and rainbows. And life isn't always cupcakes and rainbows. Sometimes there's stale bread and moldy cheese, you know. (laughs) It's like that. The name of the game is being honest with what you're seeing, being honest with what you're saying to yourself and what you're hearing self saying to you, even the, the, the analytical, the reasoning and the logical mind. It's about being purely honest. One of the things that you will find is that the, as they call it, the monkey mind, the chatter, the name chatter, whatever word you want to use, one of the things that you will find is that the more that you are um, uh, uh, brutally, lovingly, with joy, with laughter, with, with anger, with, with whatever, the more honest you are with yourself at a, a, a totally raw and gut level is the less you will hear confusion in your mind. It's the less. Because once you, once you are genuine with yourself, once you are truly genuine with yourself, self will always be genuine with you back. Might take a minute to get there. You see, the other thing with communication is simply this. You need to give yourself total attention. Where are you focusing your attention? Guys, where are you focusing your attention? Are, are you thinking about, I don't know, this last, season of Game of Thrones or something, you know, where, where are you focusing your attention? If you have something that is on your mind or something that is bothering you or something that, that you know, you, you can't get to focus, you can't get to concentrate, you go, because this thing keeps coming back up, you need to give it your full attention. And giving it your full attention, giving it your full attention literally means that it's like not allowing that superfluous stuff. You know, like what the Kardashians are doing. Who gives a toss? You know, you need to give your full attention to you. And again, not the chatter, but to be looking at and asking yourself, what does this mean for me? 
What is this showing me? What am I or what potential do I have to learn from whatever's going on? It's so important because this is the next thing. It's so important that you ask the question. It is so important that you ask, I say the question, the, the question, the question, so that you can elaborate. And the more you actually use total attention with focused questioning, with genuine intent and desire and honesty, is the clearer, the clearer your, your actual um, answers will be. It's really important, again, because I'm always saying this, guys. You know, we say this on the show frequently. Don't suppress what's gone on for you. Utilize the universal law of empathy. The universal law of empathy says that, yes, you can empathize. And empathy literally means that you can feel what has happened, even though, per se, it might not have happened to you. This is why, you know, somebody, you know, somebody, something will drop on somebody's foot and you can, ooh, you know, you draw up, you know, you draw on your foot up because you can feel, you, you have just had an empathetic, empathetic moment. And we're all empaths. So it's okay to empathize with yours, but don't allow the empathy to become something where it overwhelms and now you, you've started this pity party. You see, I, on a personal level, I don't sympathize with people. I'm not climbing in the sympathy boat because for me, in my mind, sympathy is where you can all sit down and, you know, sing the blues, cry the blues or whatever it is. When I empathize with you, I know what you're feeling, even though I may never have had that experience. I know what you're feeling. Feeling whatever's happened has created an emotion, and I can tap into that emotion. I can feel it. That being said, you being able to empathize with yourself will allow you to almost like stand, stand back, take a back a back step so that you can actually view what's going on. And you can empathize with yourself. You, you can empathize with yourself. However, that does not prevent you from asking the right questions, from giving total, you know, total attention and, of course, being genuine. I can genuinely empathize with you. You can genuinely empathize with yourself because this is all about you. And I'm not talking about a pity party, again, guys. I'm talking about being empathetic, understanding that you're going through something. The idea of being empathetic or, being, uh, or empathizing with yourself is don't take it personally. This is what I mean by stepping back. Don't take it personally. You see, because when you start taking what's happened to you personally, you start on a different track of how to. 
And the name of the game, as I'm always saying, it's not about how to, it's about what are you wanting to do now? What is this situation showing you? What is this situation teaching you? What would make you more comfortable with what's gone on? You actually know what's making you uncomfortable. You know what you don't like. And so for me, rehashing that is pointless. And it's pointless unless it's going to assist you in getting you to where you need to be. Yeah, you know, um, a little while ago you were talking about the the monkey mind, Mm. you know, the internal dialogue that we have going on inside us. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's actually there. It's there to protect us. That's that's its purpose. But it can protect us to the point, point that we actually become emotionally comatose Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it it draws on all our learned coping mechanisms and the coping mechanisms they can take you round and round and round on a merry-go-round until you you find so what happens you can actually find yourself in exactly the same situation and in exactly in the same state of mind Uh, but and that is what your monkey mind or your um internal dialogue can do but the whole point of it is that it's actually trying to show us something it's as we always say it's meeting us where we're at so it's trying to communicate with you in a way that in whatever state of mind you're in that's how it's trying to communicate with you so if you're um upset about something it you may it could it could show you or you could think about things that make you more upset. It's trying to actually show you a contrast and parallel, yeah? And it's also, if you actually take the time to think about what what it is that you're thinking about, mm-hmm. you'll realize mm-hmm. that it's a message. It's trying to show you how to get out of that funk. Exactly. Yeah? It's not trying to exactly. keep you in it. It's trying to show you how to get out of it. And it's, exactly. shown you, it's shown you contrast and parallel. But it's to actually take the time to look at what's going on or to listen to what's going on or to listen to it. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, the, the internal dialogue, the monkey mind, people say, oh, no, you know, you know it's, it's sort of like linked to your ego. The people, people have this mm-hmm. thing about the ego being, um, you know, it, it's something you should, it's not something you, uh, sorry, you need your ego. You should ignore. But for me, exactly, I don't think you should. I think it's an, imper- an imperative part of um, your spirituality. Uh, it can open doors. It can, you know, it's the key to certain things. But you actually have to realize, you have to recognize it. Because I don't think there's anything physically, uh, spiritually, emotionally, mentally that we have that we don't need to exactly. succeed. Exactly. Everything that we have is something that we need to be able to succeed, to fulfill our life purpose. And your ego, your monkey mind, it's all part of it. It's all, it's all pieces of the puzzle that will, if you can put them all together, you'll have your um, nirvana or your utopia. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what most people want. They, 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 they want their version, whatever that is, of that utopia. They want their version of happiness, their version of peace and happiness, they want their version of that. And that's quite all right to want that. Actually, you need to want that. You see, when you listen to yourself, guys, ironically, you develop a bond of trust with yourself. 
you develop a bond of trust with yourself. And as a direct result of that, you actually become an effective listener and an effective communicator with other people. It has this downward thing, this downward thing, this, down, this downward spiral or this upward spiral or this, 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 this knock-on effect, I think is the better word. It has a knock-on effect. You see, you will listen, you will be listened to, and you will hear. And you'll hear with clarity. And not only that, guys, when you actually are genuine with yourself, when you give yourself total attention, when you ask the right questions, and when you can empathize with yourself without making it personal, and by that I mean you need to stand back and look at the situation and not become emotionally enmeshed with the situation. When, when you're able to do that, you are actually able to um, not only honor and respect yourself, but you are also, I say but, not only do you honor and respect yourself, you also obtain information that may have been lost otherwise because your attention was diverted by becoming as Olivia said, comatose by all the stuff that's gone on in the past that you aren't, mm, that you aren't filtering and utilizing in, in a way that can assist and support you to move forward. You see, when you actually listen to yourself, you get a true understanding of what your needs are. How are you going to know what your needs are if you don't listen to you? How you and then in addition to that, when you listen to you and you do so with this, it, 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 it's crystal, it's clear, it's clean, it's concise. When you do this, you create a space for yourself to be receptive to what your higher mind, your God mind, your God self, God, your intuition, spirit. Elohim, Buddha, Muhammad, whomever your chosen deity is, whomever you feel that voice inside your head is, it gives a space, it creates a space and a safe space for you to be receptive to what you, your higher mind, has to say to you. You see, it allows you to express yourself without fear, without um, being afraid, absent the judge, absent the criticism, absent the, the ridicule, it allows you to express yourself in totality. But I'm going to say, wrapping this up in a bow, what you do for self is self-validating. You validate your need to hear yourself and to have your needs met. There's nothing greater than you being able to validate self. People can definitely do that and it makes you feel good. But when that comes from the inside, knowing that it's coming from the inside and going to um, express itself on your screen of space, that, that takes you to a new level of self-empowerment. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. When... To, definitely. to actually communicate, to communicate. And, and this, 
this really is this this is absolutely huge and um many people many people actually find this a tad challenging they find this a tad challenging because we aren't actually taught to use the statement I and me to describe our feelings from our point of view. We're taught to say you. You make me. You, da, da, da. Oh, let, 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 me, let me back up. Let me do this properly. We're not taught to use the statement I and me when we describe our feelings from our point of view. We're, we're not taught to use um, first person. That's not how we're taught to do it. We are taught, if we have a problem, we are taught to go outside of self and use the statement you or it, them. And when that statement is used in conjunction with people, what it says is that you're blaming them. You're blaming them. Case in point, as I have here, you always make me feel that I'm blaming you. This would be seen as your point of view. But express this way, whoever you're expressing this to, they are bearing the brunt of your feelings. You always make me feel. And you see what happens when people are put in that position, um, they always become defensive and they shut down and they don't want to communicate. See, a better way to express your point of view is I always feel I blame you for how I'm feeling. This, is, this, this way you are owning what it is that you are saying. When you are dealing with people, this is definitely the way to, to communicate. When you're talking to yourself, which is where we are today, inside the mind, when you're talking to yourself, stop doing that he said, she said, you know, they always did this and they did that and blah, blah. It, it, it translates to they. The, they the you becomes they. They always make me feel like I'm blaming them. No, they don't. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. You cannot talk about how somebody else feels. Your mind, when you talk, make sure that you are cognizant that it is. You're speaking of self. You're speaking of self. I always feel like I blame you. Or I always feel, yeah, I always feel like I blame you. Instead of, they always make me feel like I'm blaming you or them. No. That's your feeling. Own it. Does that make sense, Liz? Is that clear? Yeah, absolutely, Wendy. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Uh, because... Sorry, the one thing I, I, what I was going to say uh, was that, you know, when you say to someone, um, oh, you make me, or you have, you, whatever it is, whatever sentences that you're going to do, and you were saying that, um, you know, they, they'll feel like you're judging them or they'll mm-hmm. feel, um, they, they get defensive. Uh, what they actually tend to do, what usually happens is the person actually acts as a mirror. Mm-hmm. They'll reflect back to you exactly what it is you're saying to them or how... Mm-hmm. How, how you're feeling is how you're going to see that they're going to feel. How, mm-hmm. they, how they're going to make you feel is how you are feeling about yourself anyway. Exactly, exactly, exactly. 
and it will mirror back to you. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, the other thing I was thinking, Wendy, um, it's going a little bit off uh, off track, uh, but um, you know, wh- when we are trying to manifest something, when trying to trying to bring something into our life, you know, uh, it could be you know your your, your ambitions, your dreams, or whatever, any, anything like that. And you have this re- reoccurring thought, <clears throat> sorry, and um, you actually don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You, you just it it, it kind of like cuts against the grain for whatever reason. You could be scared, you could be you know mm-hmm. reticent about doing it. It just cuts against the grain. Um, so I'm trying to read my writing. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's something you feel like you need to do to actually move on, to, mm-hmm. to progress in whatever it is to get you to, you know, the end goal. And you really don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So what you can actually do is say, say universally to the university yourself or whatever, okay, I don't want to do that. Can you show me another way to do it and get the same result? There you go. Because then you're still moving forward as opposed to knowing you th- or thinking, no, I'm going to say, knowing that you need to do something and really not wanting to do it. We're already judged. We always feel like we're judged by you know, the, 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 the world around us. You know? mm-hmm. And if you're actually trying to achieve something and you feel you're judging yourself as well, it just makes, it, it's just another block in the road. Mm-hmm. So the whole mm-hmm. point is to actually get rid of that block and say, okay, well, there are many ways to do many things right? mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's a way of universally saying okay well I'm going to remove that block but um, I need to know how to progress forward without actually having to do you know say like say like you've got a, you've got a big massive company and you know you need to speak to, to President Trump you know and you really don't want to do it mm-hmm. so it's a case of saying okay well how can I do this in a, in a different yes Exactly the same result, and that, that there, are, there are many ways. There are many ways to do things. Exactly, and and that's actually really really important, and and to recognise. I, I think actually, you 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 hit on um. You hit on a really oh uh, let me make sure I've got time on this, okay. You you hit on a really good point um there because people get stuck in believing that there's only one way. Mm-hmm. There's literally only one way to do X, Y, Z, or there are only a few ways, two ways to do X, Y, Z, and that's not true. That is absolute. To achieve any goal are infinite. The name of the game is you tapping into one of the resources or one of the sources that are there that that um actually uh how do you phrase it that that are actually compatible with you. So that you can reach your end game. So that that's actually a really a, a, a good point because many people are like, oh no, I can't do blah 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 blah. Oh, I didn't think about doing that. That's that's like a um uh this uh somebody I was speaking to. They actually all their friends they like hard alcohol, you know, like um rum and tequila and all this jazz. And they don't want to do that anymore. You know how it is, you get to a certain age and you're like, yeah. but the group that they run with, they're still there. Mm-hmm. Now, they like the group well enough, but they just don't like that aspect. Mm-hmm. And um, 
they were thinking, well, they just won't hang out with the group. Now they like wine. They like wine. That really that that really jazzes them. They enjoy the taste, the flavor, the bouquets, the this, the that. And so I sort of said, which is highly unusual for me, because usually I let people come to their their conclusion. I asked, you know, can I can I um, ask a question? And I asked the question, you know, what would it look like for you to just drink wine when you go out? And and not necessarily the hard liquor. And they were like, oh, my God, I never thought about that. I actually never thought that I could do that. Oh, yeah, I could do that. And I said, and here's, here's, the, get, here's the deal. I said, putting my two cents worth in, if I may, yes, was the response. I would put everybody on notice that this is what you're doing. Okay. And that if they get there before you, you want a nice, cold glass of Chardonnay or whatever it is that you that you would like, you know, whether it's a, a Merlot or what have you, and that um, you're not interested in shots, you're not interested in beer, you're not interested in rum, Jack Daniel, none of that. Tequila, not interested. Vodka, all the different vodkas that they got out there now, you're not interested. You just want a nice glass of crystal, cool, sparkling, you know, champagne or whatever. And, and they were like, oh, thank you. And you could feel it, freedom. The brain started working, freedom. Free to move forward. You're now free to move around the cabin. Free, 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 freedom. And this, for me, ties into what you, what you were saying, you know, that there are, there are many ways. Ask for a way, and it will be shown. Because Ask I, I for think a way. A lot of the times... Um when you feel like you've got this nagging feeling, oh, I really need to do something, really. especially if you hear you say should, you hear yourself mm-hmm, say should, mm-hmm, that's always mm-hmm. an indicator, a spontaneous indicator. You're actually not really ready to do it. Mm-hmm. And it, it just causes conflict with, within yourself when you feel you should do. It sets up a competition. You're in competition with mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. which really isn't mm-hmm. a good place to be. No, it's you know, not, uh, because there's no such thing as competition. That's right, and and actually to be to be to feel you're in competition with yourself, you know, it's a bit of a you know, no no win situation. So because you, there is no competition. Exactly, <laughs> and you know, if you can just remove the block by finding another way around it, and there, are, as I said, there are so many ways to do it. Do things, you know, um, and the universe will provide. You know, as so mm-hmm. I'm saying about, uh, you know, someone wanted to have, thinking, oh, they really need to. Uh, meet the president uh, to do, you know, to to progress their business. And so, if you say, okay, well, I don't want to do that, but can you universally? Can you? Can we do this another way? You know, um, you'll find that you know, people, places, and things are moved so that in some way you might not meet the president. You might actually speak to him on the phone and not realise it's him. That's <laughs> unlikely, but you know, um, you might you might mm. meet. Um, you know, second in command. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, there there are many ways that, um, and it could actually be that it's not the president. It might be the president of a another company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are are nuances to everything. You know, exactly. Exactly, because uh, I was driving to work yesterday. And I was thinking that a friend of mine, a friend of mine had said to me, um, 
Wendy, you, you'll never become a millionaire doing reflexology, you know, just one person at a time. And at the time, I was like, wow, that was a little harsh, mm. you know. Um, and I remember that it, it, it would actually kind of bothered me. Not that they said it, but what they had said. And then it dawned on me, because funny enough, I was thinking about this yesterday. It dawned on me a little while after that had been said to me, actually, what I did say, my automatic response was, you don't know that and you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> why do you laugh, Olivia? <laughs> because I know you, Wendy, that's why I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that and you can't say that, Right. Um, and then a little while after, because, of course, I, I started thinking. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, Wendy, you know about connecting dots. You know about connecting dots. You don't know, he don't, well, they don't know what this will bring or the people that you will meet. So that was a, a sweeping statement that, for me, was really indicative of what was going on in their life. Their life, that's been in the box. You see, because whatever I do is a stepping stone. And so I was thinking about that um, yesterday because I was thinking about doing another show and that was one of the things that popped up, but it's popped out of my mouth now. Um, and I can't remember why I was saying this. I can't remember why I had the, the need to say this, but, but I said it anyway. But I, I would imagine somebody needs to hear it. But that being said, there are, there are many, many, oh, here we go. There are many, many different pathways that are available to you so that you can have what it is that you say that you want. Don't get stuck on one particular track because that track may come to an end, which may mean that you now need to dig a new track, backtrack, do whatever it is to get back on track. So recognize that there are many, many, many roads that will lead to your road. Many roads. Many roads. And, and the other thing is to realize that you do have a right, a God-given right, a universal-given right to say no to yourself. Amen. Yeah? And, and mean no. it. Yeah. And say, no, we'll do it some other way. We'll find it. You have a right to do that. Exactly. Many, many people in the whole, in the, in the, in the spiritual realm, and I'll just say in the spiritual realm across the board, many people don't think that they are entitled to say no. The fact that you are able to say yes is very indicative of the fact that you're able to say no. Yes is the total antithesis of no, and no is the total antithesis of yes. So the middle ground is where you may find yourself, and you have the right to choose whatever it is that you want to choose. When you actually remember, as I started the show out, when you actually remember that choice is all your life is, you, as you look in the mirror, as you look around you, the sum total of your life is every choice that you've made, including choosing to be here, choosing to be in this incarnation. And so therefore, yes and no, really and truly, are two of the keys that allow you to turn the lock on choice, the two keys, yes or no, powerful words. Life and exactly. death is in the yes and the no. What were you going to say, love? I, I think that, um, you know, you talk about in the spiritual uh, uh, 
community. I'm going to say. Um, yeah, they're going to, like, everything happens for a reason, and, you know, you should accept it and what have you. And, yeah, you know, if you're emotionally ill or spiritually in that place or you're inclined to, to accept everything, that's fine. You can do that. I, I, I mean, I suppose in some way uh, maybe things would be easier if you can accept it, but mm-hmm. the way that we're sort of wired is it's very hard just to accept Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so therefore it's it's finding other ways to take control of the situation and say, okay, well, you know, mm-hmm, okay, let's do it this way. You know, let's try another another way to do it. You don't you don't just have to accept it because in the spiritual community, as you say, you know, it's all cupcake, cupcake cupcakes and rainbows, and you know everything is la di da and everything's fine and whatever happens, you're supposed to just go along with it and what have you. And yeah, I suppose there is something to that. I mean, I can't say I live my life like that. I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, I've Mm-hmm. If I said I do, um, and I don't know anyone who does, even mm-hmm. you, even the the yogis and what have they you, don't. They, no, they they, they don't. don't. Don't they, they don't? They, invariably, they have um, they have a plan about the way they're going to do things. Exactly, and, Olivia. You know, they, exactly. They, they, they don't just accept. They don't exactly. Just, if you take the Dalai Lama, he doesn't just accept. Exactly. You know, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. You begin. You become. I think in doing it, in the, you become kind of like an empty vessel. There you go. Because you're you're here, but you're not here. Exactly. And if you're not if you're not here, where are, why are you? you here? Where, exactly. Why are you here? Exactly. 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 Why are about, you it's here? It's all about it's all about learning. It's all about learning to know yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and as, as we're talking about, to communicate with yourself and to actually yourself, um, and not sort of like be nothing or try to be someone else. Exactly. Or, or, try, to, or try to be um, something that other people think you should. You be. should be. Yes. Yeah. Which I would say that the majority of people. Um, I'd say Western world, I can't speak for the non-Western world. Uh, I'd say the Western world and some of the Asiatic world, as it were, um, you know, you're groomed to be what people want you to be. You're not groomed to be who you want to be. Um, Not at all. Not even remotely. And if you don't believe me, look at the schools. And look at education. Then look at what you really wanted to do in life. I, I mean, like, really wanted to do in life. Oh, you wanted to be a potter. <laughs> right. Okay, then. Right. Now, what do you really want to do? Well, here's what I think you should do. You'd be good at this. You know, you want to be a musician? Oh, I don't think so. Here's a, Do that in your spare time. Do that in your spare time. Oh, you want to be... No, you you can't do that. No, sorry, no. I'm not sending you to school for that. (laughs) I mean, the other thing is the way we're we're nurtured, the way we're socialized. You know, a lot of... Some people sort of like they come out of the womb knowing exactly what it is they Mm -hmm. want to do. Other people, you know, along their way, they find find things. But... um, you know, particularly like when you're going to school, when you're in your sort of like formative years, mm-hmm. um, you know, what actually stops you from seeing what it is that you want to do? Mm-hmm. And the, the answer, as you said, it's society. 
It's society and your upbringing and your nurturing. That's what stuck. That's that's you know like people like me. I didn't know what I wanted to do at all. And in a way, it's a failing on our society because we sort of like herded into these cattle pens. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And, Mm-hmm. You know, we don't belong in cattle pens. You know, we're all so individual. <laughs> we're all so unique. We all have a definite, defined roles that make the world go around. Exactly. Everyone who's here is so necessary. Exactly. So, so, so necessary for the world to function and the, exactly. for the world to survive, for the earth to survive, and for, exactly. each, for each other, for each of us to survive. Yeah, baby, because they know you without me, and there's no me without you. Mm-hmm. Contrary to what people believe, and that's the fact. That's the fact. I, I, you know, I, I feel that if people actually embraced these theories and do your own due diligence, not just because we're saying it, it's so, but do your own due diligence. But I do feel, and actually, I know if people actually embraced more of these these theories, these fundamental theories. Um, these fundamental theories, if, if more people embrace them, it would make life so much easier. And not necessarily, um, and when I say easier, I'm not talking about it would make it all cupcakes and rainbows. That's not what I'm t- talking about because life is as such that, you know, if, you, if it doesn't rain, you will have drought. And if there's drought, things cannot live. And so there's going to be rain that will fall in your life, and that rain has a purpose. That rain is there to sustain. It's there to nourish. It helps. It helps. It helps you to grow. So, in that, in that being said, it's really important when when you come down to effectively communicating. It's vitally important that, as part of the rules go, that you know what it is that you want. And that you ask for it clearly. You know, you can't speak in riddles or parables, confusing yourself and confusing the universal source. Because once again, you need to know your role, what you do, what you do, and then what the universe does. You need to know your role in the manifestation process. And speaking in riddles and parables, that is confusing to you will mean that you are not conveying your message of what you want in a way that can be taken up universally for the energy to be molded or to be moved into form. But I mean, if you if you're if you're speaking in riddles and, and parables, then what's going to come back to you are riddles and parables. And parables. That's so, it. So you, you you look at your life, and you're, you what you actually have to do is sit down and figure out what it means, because that's exactly. what you're doing. That's what you're saying you want. And then and and in reality, it's not what you want because behind your riddle and parable is the true meaning of the story, mm. the true meaning of the wanting. So ask for what you want and be clear and then be very concise. You know, I know, I know one of my, my particular um, shortcomings is this. I can wax on and on and on and just happy, just, just happy to go on and on and on. And 
it's really important when you are communicating and communicating to enhance yourself and communicating so that you are effective, that you actually be concise. Keep it concise. Because sometimes if it goes on too long, you can lose yourself in the process. And when you lose yourself in the process, you become distracted. Your point becomes lost. So, guys, keep it concise. You know, I want XYZ car. This is the color I want, and I want the newest model, and I want it not to be a lemon. (laughs) This is what I want. You don't need to say, I want a new car so that I can get to work and blah, 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 blah. I've always liked that car because when I was a kid, I used to see those cars on the street and I said one day that I'm going to have one of those cars and blah, blah, blah. No, that's your story and that's fine. What are you wanting? What is the fundamental thing that you're wanting? And of course, as my father's last words are, start as you mean to go on. Start your life always on a positive, high note. No matter what's gone on for you, find the good in it. I understand that you're hurt, that you're angry, that you've been deceived. I understand that you are um, feeling betrayed, feeling victimized, feeling suppressed, feeling repressed. I understand that. Start your day on a positive high. Even if that means it could be a lot worse. Even if you start your day out with, it could be a lot worse than it is. If you start your day out, if you start your day out, and I'll get to this in a minute anyway, if you start your day out, on a negative or what could be perceived as a negative low, this will permeate your day. This will permeate every word that you utter until such time that you make that conscious choice with intent and intention and you express that intention to say, no, I'm moving from this. I'm not doing this. I want positive. So you've shifted gears. So when you are communicating with yourself, Recognize it's important to start that self-communication, that self-talk on a positive high note. Chances are what will come to you will be a continuum of that positive high note. If your self-talk starts out negatively, as I've just said, it will permeate everything you say. And it's easy for us to go down into into that abyss. It's bloody easy to get into that abyss. I mean, it's easy. So, guys, do what you do best. Do you, but do you in a positive way. Your life is all about you, all of it. The beginning, the middle, and end. Without you, there is no you. Without you, there is no life for you. You're the alpha and the omega in your life. Take control of 
what you can take control of. That's your imagination, that's your words, your thoughts, your deeds, your choices, your actions. You get to control all of that. And I'm not saying that you, you should be an automaton or a robot or, or anything like that. No, you're human and you're having your spiritual human experience. You're having this human experience. And it is fraught with emotions and it is filled with emotions, both happy and sad and confusing and mad. And it's filled with that. Emotions are a good thing. They're flags. Red, yellow, blue, green, gold. They're flags. They're telling you something. They're giving you directive. They're assisting and supporting you in doing the ultimate thing. And that's finding clarity so that you can make a choice. So that choice, which is what the universal law of creation is based on, so that choice can go forth and return to you with the thing that you've said that you've wanted. So does that make sense to you, Liv? Definitely, Wendy. And one of the things I would say, because sometimes, you know, as you know, um, you you know, you you say to someone, well, you know, what what, what is it that you're wanting? And the answer is, you know, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And you know, I know you always say, you know, if you don't know what, if you know, if you know what you don't want, then you know what you do want. But mm-hmm. my thing, what I was what I was going to say was that, um, you know, you were talking about like starting your day. Nor the mm-hmm. rest of it, and that that's something that you could incorporate, you know, as you sort of like get up in the morning or before you get up in the morning. So when you're still sort of like lying in bed, and you say, you kind of like say, okay, well, uh, you ask to be shown clearly and concisely what it is that you can that so that you, in a way that you can understand. Sorry, let me start again. You ask to be shown clearly and concisely in a way that you can understand that will show you, um, you know, what it is that possibly you want to do. Because exactly. that's what it will be showing you. It won't be telling you what to do. It will be your choice as to whether you take that up or not. It's not something that is um, uh, separate from you, okay? It's not something like, like they're saying, okay, well, um, say you want to be a, a mechanic, and it says, okay, well, you need to um, go and um, what can I think of? Uh, be a shop, be, be a shop assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it's it, it's not something, and then you feel you have to go and be the shop assistant. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not doing that. What is actually what, what you're actually doing? You're not being, you're not saying, oh, tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. You're actually mm-hmm. saying. Can you show me what it is? What is that I, can I, I do? Yes, exactly. 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 You can put possibility in it. And and you see that that's the difference. Instead of being being um, carried along, which is which for me, a lot of people that's where they're at. Oh no, you know, carry me along. Do it. No, it's showing you what you can do because it's all about you so it's showing you what you can do you're and you are your possibility they, come on Liz, tell it tell it it's like you are your every and own miracle mm-hmm. you are your gift you're the present and the gift and and people just don't understand that and it's because we are always looking externally 
for things as opposed to internally. If everybody on the face of this planet could make that shift, this would be a totally different world that we live in. And again, I do believe that there will be ups and downs. People are people. Mm. You know, you know, lions are lions, cats are dogs. I mean, lions may look at us and still see a big old pork chop or whatever you. You know, people are people. Okay? But it would be a different world that we live in. You know, because taking ownership, that you know, take own your life. Own it. Why are you letting somebody else run it? Own it. And, and you know, and that actually goes for the universe as well, you know, which is my point. You're, you're not letting the universe run your life. You're actually mm-hmm. working in mm-hmm. unison with the universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, ex- that's exactly right. You are working in tandem with the universe. And that's the only way that you can work, guys. And this is... This is this is whether or not this is whether or not you actually realize it. And once again, most people aren't realizing it. You can only the, the the universe will only provide for you that which you have asked for. The universe will only provide for you or do do for you. Um, it look, guys. Bottom line is this. Straight up, straight up and down. Bottom line is this. The universe can and only will do that which you have asked it to do. Nothing allowed? more, nothing less. What were you saying, Liv? I'm saying what you allow it to do for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing more, and that's it, what you allow it to do. Nothing more, nothing less. Absolutely nothing more, nothing less. So, um, sorry, some line is um, the universe is there for you just as much as you are. You are there. there universe. Exactly. It, the universe needs you as much as you need the universe. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. No, n- neither is, um, you know, there's no hierarchy in that. Between you and the universe, there's no hierarchy. You're one and the same. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're mm-hmm. in an equilibrium. There's mm-hmm. no difference. Mm-hmm. And that's the fact. There's absolutely no there's no there's no difference. It's a balance. You know, if, if, oh gosh guys. You know, again, there's no day without night, there's no wet without dry. There's no universal force without you and there's no um you without the universal force. Just doesn't happen. Just doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. So guys, in in the in in the long run and the short run. If you find expressing yourself a challenge and you find expressing yourself a challenge to get your needs met, understand that that onus falls on you. It doesn't fall on anybody external to you to get your needs met. You need to know, you need to be genuine with yourself. You need to have focused attention on what it is that you want. You need to have this dialogue with yourself. It's really important. You need to empathize with yourself. You guys, you you need to talk to yourself in a way in which it doesn't become a them and a you. You need to talk to yourself in first person. 
when you are expressing yourself internally about what's gone on, it wasn't them. How do you feel? It's not how, you know, people will always say that, um, and I know, guys, you may or may not have heard this, but, you know, you're, you're all upset and bent out of shape and, you know, crying and all of this jazz, and that person's gone skipping off on their merry little way. They're just happy as Larry, you know, doing their thing, and you're the one who's here all depressed and yada, yada, yada. No. You see, you get to choose that. So it's about you understanding you. It's about you asking the right right questions. It's about being able to step back and to truly ascertain what is it that I want. Yes, I'm emotionally charged. I'm as mad as hell, and I ain't taking this no more. I got it. What are you wanting to put in its place? That's the question. What are you wanting to put in its place? Simple. What are you wanting? So guys, talk with yourself and then express yourself. And express yourself in such a way that you are not venting and purging. Express yourself giving or given one thing at a time. You see, only one thing at a time can be processed and manifest, manifested for you, irrespective of how it comes down the pipe. An energy stream doesn't take 200 things. One energy stream goes out and it comes back, just like a radio wave. So take your time. Know what it is that you want so you can effectively communicate Know that you need to um, be an effective listener, and an effective listener of self. Listen to you. God knows most people don't. Listen to you. Listen to yourself. Listen to you, because you have something very important to say. So, Liz, is there anything that you'd like to add? Uh, No, no. Okay. All right, guys. Well, um, I hope you've enjoyed the show. And today we've been talking about, do you find expressing yourself to get your needs met hard? Um, And many people, they really do find expressing expressing themselves a challenge. And that actually, while I didn't actually, you know, dwell on that, most people find it a challenge because they don't want to be either ridiculed, they don't want to be rejected, they don't want to be... All the things that people fear that other people, you know, will do to them. They don't want to be, you know, um, ostracized, um, you know, thought of as stupid, you know, ridiculed. And that's why many people don't truly uh, express themselves because they are afraid of what people will think or they they are afraid of the backlash. Well, that shouldn't be a reason for you not to express yourself. That shouldn't. Can I just interject? When um, there was someone that... um, they went they went away and they didn't know anyone where they were mm-hmm. and they had to work as a team and uh, what happened was that um as far as she was concerned they were doing it and they were the way they were doing it it just didn't logically it didn't make oh, sense oh yeah. yeah 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 so um 
what happened was she wasn't expressing herself. Poor point where she just exploded. Exploded, yeah. And um, then, and then she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because she was talking to me. She said, "Oh my god, they're gonna hate me. They're gonna hate me. They're gonna hate me. Um, you know, they're not gonna talk to me anymore." But everyone was completely and utterly fine. Exactly. You know, she, they they, they, they kind of like understood because what she said, what she was saying made absolute sense. And mm-hmm. not, not mm-hmm. she was speaking her truth. And exactly. from that point on, she had a different perspective of herself. And that, and that, was, that was the biggest thing with that because, because mm-hmm. I remember that. And yeah. I, I, I sort of said that, you know, you, you've expressed yourself and yes, you could have, you, well, you know, auntie, you could have done it in a different way, but you didn't. So tell me what you learned from that. I have the paper in my hand. Tell me what you learned from that, yeah. you know. And there were many things that came from that that, one, um, one, you, you really don't know how people are going to react, um, and that's true, you can't control that. And two, it told her about herself. And from there, she went from whatever into a leadership role. You know, people started looking to her, you know, as really not only the voice of reason, but... What what are your thoughts on how we should, you know, accomplish XYZ's goal? So it's amazing. It's absolutely... Life is an amazing thing. But that's, the thing that, that's the thing about uh, not expressing yourself. Because, you know, when, it's, when you find it really hard to express yourself, what you're actually doing is you're building steam. Right? Of course. You're building steam. And that steam, sooner or later, is going... It's got to blow. Explode. Exactly. Yeah. And, exactly. and that may that may that may be what needs to happen. Exactly. You know? But then it's how you deal with it after. after. You know, if you're going to sort of like be, um, uh, um, you know, really on yourself, be really hard on yourself about it, then it's a waste you, of time. You kind of you kind of, you kind of like miss the point because you've actually in releasing your steam and doing whatever it is you had to do, you gained you you actually gained your power back mm-hmm. for yourself, mm-hmm. not for anyone else, just for yourself. You mm-hmm. actually in that moment you were you. Exactly. And it's just exactly. to continue the momentum. But maybe, you know, if it's not what you, if that's not how you want to express yourself, finding ways to actually express yourself that are still doing that without actually having to explode. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Exactly, exactly. Most assuredly, most assuredly. But that being said, guys, um, yeah, think about it. Do your work. Do your own due diligence. Not just because we say so, it's so, but do your own due diligence, guys. Do, do your own due diligence. So on that note, you've been listening to an episode of Do You Find Expressing Yourself um, to Get Your Needs Met Hard on My Life, My Choice. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm an expressions coach and an intrinsic. I'm an expressions <laughs> expert and an intrinsic coach. And my co-host has been... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. And she is an expressions coach and artist. And guys, thank you for being so patient with us in getting this, you know, technological stuff together. So thank you for being patient. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Until next time, love you, sis. Love you guys. And we will we'll go out with Bob Marley. I know you kind of heard him already, guys. (laughs) But that's my man. All right. So we're going to go out with Bob Marley, um, Huda Cat Fit. Until next time, 
Peace. Bye, guys. Bye. Man to man is so unjust. Children.